and a wonderful conversation, connecting, practicing the three circles on your friends. <laughs> How good was this morning? Yeah. What's one thing that you enjoyed about this morning's session? Waiting on Holy Spirit at the beginning. Yeah. Vision for Darwin. Bring it on. Testimonies. Oh, gosh. can never get enough of those, can you? What else did you enjoy, Dee? Awesome. I love, love it. Joel and Candice. Oh, gosh. We are so blessed to have you guys up. It is such a delight and such an awesome family-building thing to all come together and just be equipped and spare each other on and get excited and and vision and dream, hold our city in our hearts and actually, yeah, be equipped and charged together forward with a plan, hey. Well, I'm really looking forward to this afternoon and I hope you've all got capacity to fit some more in. Does everyone have some more space to fit some more in? Great. So I'm just going to start off, I think I'm just going to pray to start off with. Heavenly Father, we just commit this afternoon to you. Spirit of God, would you help us to catch on to what you're doing and what you're speaking to us this afternoon? We don't want to just come and grab things, feel good and leave. Change us. Change us, Holy Spirit. Reveal yourself to us. Equip us, empower us. Bind our hearts together with each other and you. Holy Spirit, move. We invite you. Do what you want to do this afternoon. In Jesus' name, everyone said? All right, I'm going to welcome Joel. Ah. Everyone give him a hand. Thanks, Ruth. Man, I love this community. I think it was, it was Ezekiel was just <laughs> he's going around my legs. They were running around playing. I'm like, man, he's feeling really, really comfortable with me. And then he starts going, dad, dad. And he looks up and goes, oh. <laughs> Amen. Hey, uh, I'd just love to, to, to hear some feedback um, of how, yeah, that was awesome, um, getting that, that feedback, what you guys are are hearing any couple sort of questions, things that are burning on your heart before we go to the next uh, segment? In terms of, yep. You want to come back to the three circles? <clears throat> what happens after? Yeah, great question. So, uh, <clears throat> actually, just last week, I was sharing with a group of. Uh, group of kids, and we shared the three circles. They said they were in brokenness. What's, this, what's the second question? Where would you like to be? They said they wanted to be in God's design. What's the third question? Anything that's stopping you from turning, believing, being baptized, and making king or lord of your life? And <laughs> then they said, they said no. So uh, one of the things that we... Uh, I, we really feel that, that baptism is such a crucial thing to actually get that going as soon as possible. In fact, just when I, uh, I went through the three circles on Thursday with Will, um, I, I didn't want to just do a prayer. I'm like, let's actually get, let's, let's just 
get you baptized. So when can we actually organize a baptism? Repent and be baptized. You see that in Acts chapter 2. But um, the other thing that, we can, that I do as well, so last week when I was leading these guys to the Lord, um, <clears throat> we'll just say, well, hey, you know, I prayed a prayer something like this based on the three circles. Lord, I confess that I've sinned and I've been in brokenness and I've tried all kinds of different ways to get out of brokenness. But today I'm choosing to turn, believe, and be baptized and make you King and Lord of my life. I thank you that you died for me, that you rose again, and that I thank you that you're making me a brand new creation. So actually, just based on the three circles, do you think that you could pray that in your own words? And so that's, the, that's my first point of call in terms of praying a prayer, actually getting them to pray it in their own words. And these... This is actually one of the first times that it's really worked for them to pray it in their, in their own words. But it was really powerful. They, they, they looked at the three circles, and they actually put it into, into their own words. And I feel like that that can actually be deeper rather than just me saying one line, they saying one line. But there are plenty of people like, oh, I don't know where to start. And so anyway, I'll, I'll just, then I'll go to the next point and just say, hey, Lord, I confess that I sinned that I've been in brokenness and I've tried all kinds of different ways. And I'll just do it based on the three circles. It's an easy way of remembering it. So is that helpful? <clears throat> Why don't you just practice that with someone? So you've, uh, they've said, you've asked the three, three questions, go to the next part and, uh, and just say, I, I try to model the prayer. So uh, Lord, I confess that I've sinned. I've been in brokenness. I've tried to get out. And then go through that. So why don't you just ask the three circles with a person, ask the three questions at the end of the three circles with the person next to you. <clears throat> Has somebody got a sheet of paper I might be able to borrow? Thank you so much. Got a whole stack there. It's beautiful. And a pen. All right, are you feel, feeling good? <clears throat> How many asked the question, now what? <clears throat> you did? 
Okay. Thanks. Cheers. All right. So, I've actually designed a baptism module. You guys are more than welcome to take that. I can give you the links if you're, if you're interested. Maybe there's somewhere we can link to them if I, I send it. But there's a baptism module just based on, on, on Romans 6. And you go through that. This is dead to sin but alive in Christ. And the comparison of who you were. You were a slave to sin but now you're, you're free. You're a slave to righteousness. And kind of goes through that. We baptize people. And then we actually, uh, we, we are tending to pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit with speaking in tongues right after they come up out of the water as well, which is really exciting. When they, in fact, you saw that Hindu lady uh, that we baptized. I don't know if she said she was a Hindu and a Muslim before. Um, <clears throat> when she came up out of the water, uh, not only was she, was she speaking in tongues, but she had an open vision of Jesus, which was just extraordinary. She renounced everything else. Uh, even her, She's getting persecuted for, for, from her family for that, um, but it's just it was amazing to see what the Lord was doing in her life. Now, there's another, there's another tool uh, called the 411. You've probably touched on most of these tools. Um, can I get uh, Gus? Come here, my man. Now, I've actually been out on the streets with, uh, with Rick from, the, um, from No Place Left. And he takes them straight away through something called the, four, the 411, which includes the Oikos map the three circles, and setting some goals. So uh, let's just say I've just shared with um, Gus here. I shared the three circles, and I said, man, man where are you? Where would you like to be? And is there anything turning, uh, just holding you back from turning, believing, making Jesus King Lord of your life? Okay, awesome. Well, you know what? I prayed a prayer like this. Da -da 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 -da. Would you like to pray that in your own words? Okay, awesome. Come on. Now, what you can do is you can just get it. Most people have smartphones with internet. You just say, hey, just jump on, um, just jump on the App Store or Google Play <clears throat> and uh, download the Bible app. You just get them to download the Bible app. And then straight away, I'll put a link to this. You can practice this, but this is really, really powerful. Um, it's called a tool called the 411. And uh, just opens up to... Um, 2 Corinthians 5, and then we just get them, get them to read it. Okay, so just have a look at 2 Corinthians 5, 17, all the way to 21. He reads it, and so it says, all right, so what we can see here, this is your identity. And we go through the 411, which basically, yeah, thanks. I just let Gus the Lord with an enormous Bible. <laughs> so this is the why, and so we look at uh, 2 Corinthians my man, 517 to 21. And as you can see in that passage, first of all, that you've been reconciled with God. But also in verse 17, that you've been made brand new. That you're a new creation, man. But not only that, in verse 20, you are an ambassador. Yeah. Sometimes we do the training for this, but this, this is just gives you an idea. Um, so that 
was on the first page, so we're just looking at the wise. We had a look at 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 20, and then we talked about Jesus reconciling us. The first thing in verse 17 is that we've been made new. And in verse 20, that we are ambassadors. Which means that we get to represent Jesus to the world. Which means that we're actually called to share with our friends and our family about Jesus. And this is true of our identity. That we, are, we can't be ambassadors without being made new. And we can't be made new without being ambassadors. Both are true. This is who you are. This is your identity. So they get a picture of their, so Gus is getting a picture now of, it, of his identity on page one. Now on page two, he opens it up. And I just, I'm just going to ask, I'm going to ask you, man, hey, so just, just draw a circle. This is an Oikos map. Put your name in it. Just there, yep. Now, do you know any people that are far from God in your life? So why don't you go ahead and just, just write down their names. My dad, my uh, sister, Shay, her recently divorced husband, Baron. So straight away, he's, he's got his identity. He's read from the passage. He just said the prayer. And now he's got an Oikos map that he can start to pray over his friends and family immediately. And then on the last page, I, remember I just shared the three circles? So I can just go over that again with him. And say, hey man, here's a simple gospel tool. You know how you just responded to Christ? I'm going to just show you and teach you how you can actually use this. And you can take this home to your friends and your family. You could do that today if you like. And so immediately you're actually empowering new ones to begin to, to step out. Can you think of any biblical examples of people that have, uh, have done something similar? Before we, do, we, before we do that, I'm going to hand over to Gus for person of peace. So. Give him a big hand. Oh, guys. <laughs> All right. Hi. All right, so one of the tools we just saw was the Oikos map. So that's reaching people in your networks. Um, but there comes a place where maybe you've reached everybody. You've, you've, you've prayed for them. You keep, you keep on praying for them. You share the gospel with every single person that you actually know. <laughs> that was so trippy. I was like, Danny? <laughs> All right, I can go. Cool, thanks, Candice. All right, cool. Um, so this is a tool that's called a person of peace. Or it's more, it's more so a concept than a tool. But a person of peace. And if you've been exposed to science breakers, you would have seen... It mentioned it's basically someone that's already prepared by God. They're, they're hungry to know God. And so you just, you just walk past and, you're, and you mention God and they just, they're listening. They, they want to know. They're ready. So it would be awesome if there was an example of this in the Word of God. I'm glad you asked. There is. <laughs> so in John 4, we have the story of the woman at the well. So a quick summary. If I know my Bible right. Jesus and his disciples on his way into one of the villages in Samaria, I believe, and he stops at a well, and this woman comes to him. And he quickly turns a normal conversation from drawing water to a spiritual one, and 
she responds, she first responds to him, the messenger, and then responds to the message, the message, which is like eternal life, and then runs back home and says, look, I just found someone that knows everything about my life. And then she was, so she received the mission as well. So those are the three M's. Mark likes four M's, but he's just three. So the messenger, if you can't see, let me know, I'll draw bigger. So the messenger, the, the person received the message or the gospel, and they received the mission. So this is someone that we're not twisting their arm to believe the gospel. And a lot of times in my experience, I have this mentality of just trying to um, persuade someone with every tactic that I can, you know, every little tool that I can to give their lives to God, and they're just not having it. Even someone that may be healed, I'm sure you guys experience the same, just like, oh, that's cool, and then you're like, that's it. So, but there are people in your community that actually want to know God, that God has prepared their hearts already, that the, the pickings are so easy, and it's like the, the harvest is actually ripe. And this person, this John Four woman, is, a, is an example of one. So it would be good if there was more examples of it from the Bible. I'm glad you asked. They are. <laughs> but now I'm going to hand it over to you for you guys to give me some examples of when you would see someone that's similar to a person of peace, like this John Four woman, that responds to the messenger, the message, and the mission. Shout out, shout out some examples. Disciples? All right. Disciples? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Acts 10. Acts 10. I don't know what I'm doing. Centurion. This is very bad handwriting. Oh, come on. That's worse than I thought. All right. So, this... this <laughs> The centurion in Acts 10, I think, yep. Anybody, anyone else? Yeah, that's, oh, I said centurion. Cornelius, Acts 10. Oh, the centurion in the Gospels. Yeah, I mixed them up, my bad. Centurion in the Gospels, Luke something, Luke something. Eunuch, yeah, Acts 8, eunuch. Anybody else? Demoniac, Mark 5. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? Saw the whole book of Acts. Hey? The, yeah, Luke, Luke, Luke 7, calling adultery. Anyone else? Any other examples? Zacchaeus. Who knows, who knows little Zacchaeus? You know, in the Bible. <laughs> Lydia. Mm-hmm. Blind guy that was healed. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, poor. Saw becoming poor. Or, the 3,000. There are lots there. Uh-huh. So it's cool that it's not just in the Gospels that this personal peace concept is appearing. It actually is in the book of Acts as well. So sometimes we can maybe separate the Gospels to how we should be living now, but this example is, is across the, the board. So, mm, yeah. I'm going to Luke 10. Yeah, yeah. So give, give us a big hand. So let's look, have a look at uh, a couple of these. 
How much time in the Bible, in Bible college did the demoniac need before he was, became an evangelist? Isn't that crazy? Three years, yeah. Isn't this crazy? The demoniac wanted to go with Jesus and the disciples, but what did Jesus say? No. He, he commissions him to be the head evangelist of that region. One encounter. That's it. The sim, sinful woman. When you think about reaching a town, do you think about what kind of person do you have in mind that's going to reach that town? A Reinhardt Bunky kind of person? Like, was she, a, was she a person of good reputation? How long did she need to actually become a witness for that entire region? One encounter. Look at the eunuch, the Ethiopian eunuch. He's already a God-prepared person that is reading Isaiah. And he just needed Philip to come and explain it to him. Do you believe that it is possible that there could be persons of peace that are already out there that are waiting, just waiting for an encounter for people that would tune their ear to the Holy Spirit like Philip and go and find these people that would not only receive the messenger and the message, but also the mission. What do you call somebody that receives the messenger, the messenger and the message, but not the mission? <laughs> yeah, it could be just another average Christian. So how do you know that you found a person of peace? What was that? They go and share. They begin to, to see the gospel spread. Now, there's four, Jesus talks about the parable of the sower, which are the four soils. What's the first soil? It's like along the path, right? What happens? It gets snatched away. What's the second soil? Stony. Shallow ground, what happens? The sun comes out. The Darwin sun comes out. Scorches the plant. What's the third soil? So they grow, but the thorns and the weeds choke them, rendering them fruitless. And then the last one is 30, 60, and 100-fold. Which one, which one, you know, this is, Jesus actually gave this parable before he sent out the, the, the 70. Which ones of these do you think a person of peace fits into? The last one. Do you believe that right here in Darwin, that there are 30, 60, and 100 fold people that are already prepared in the same way that the Ethiopian was prepared? Anybody think that there might be some people like that out there? Yeah. How do we find them? <laughs> right. What do we do next? So once we go, we're outside the four walls. Now what? Stop. Did you say stop? Go and stop. I'll go and talk to people. Great. Yep. So you're engaging in conversation with people. How do you know that they're going to be Fourth soil people. There's got to be a seed that's sown, right? 
The only way that you are going to know if you're going to find 30, 60, and 100-fold people is if we, we sow it sparingly. No, we sow it abundantly. Now, let me just address this one thing. I think that there's actually, especially within Pentecostal circles, that there's a concept that we're, we should only be led, led exclusively to the persons of peace. But how many know that Jesus, when he sent out his disciples, he sent them out to areas that received them and also areas that didn't receive him? So we're going to go to that next in John chapter, no, Luke chapter 10. Well, I need a messenger. Please, woman of God. <laughs> It's just going to go better, so. <laughs> so when we have 100,000 people to reach, it may seem um, daunting, especially if our experience doesn't really match up to seeing the, the harvest of 100,000 people. It would be great if we had a tool that, or a strategy that Jesus may have given us to help us with this process. Glad you asked, because... <laughs> In uh, Luke chapter 10, Jesus gives a pretty interesting strategy for his disciples to reach lostness. And we're actually going to go through it now. So if you can get your Bibles out, Luke chapter 10, verse 1 to 9. And if one person can read it out for us, that'll be awesome. And there's a Keep in mind as, you, as you're reading it, there's a few, there's, a, a, there's two categories. There's to do, to do, and don't, don't do, not to do. So do's and don'ts. So it gives them a little, ah, okay, cool. So who, can someone read that out for me, please? Any, anyone with the Spirit of God? No one answers. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place where he was about to go. He told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. Go, I'm sending you out like lambs among wolves. Do not take a purse or bag or sandals, and do not greet anyone on the road. When you enter a house, first say, peace to this house. If someone who promotes peace is there, your peace will rest on them. If not, it will return to you. Stay there, eating and drinking whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages. Do not move around from house to house. When you enter a town and are welcome, eat what is offered to you. Heal the sick who are there and tell them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. But when you enter a town and are not welcome, go into the streets and say, Oh, I passed. Yeah, yeah, all of Luke. <laughs> okay, so we can quickly go through it again, but just shout out to me some things that Jesus says to do. What are, the, so what are some things that he commands disciples to do in, the, in that passage? Pray earnestly. Verse 2, a lot of people actually put an alarm clock on for 10.02, so when it comes on, they actually pray for the, they beseech the Lord of the harvest for laborers. I don't always do it. Sometimes I look and I'm like, 
got busy, but it's good to do. Okay, any more? Pray earnestly next. Heal the sick, that's one. Yeah, stay at the house of peace. Bless, say peace to you. Stay put. <laughs> yes, Lord. Awesome strategy, Jesus. We have healed the sick, the second one. Yep. There's a couple more. Not to rely on other resources. Uh, yeah, don't take your knapsack and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, wait. Not don't do yet. Uh, still do. <laughs> Go two by two. Awesome. Don't forget that one. Why do you think that is? Why do we go two by two? Support? Yeah, I need to be interactive here. <laughs> Interact with me. Hey? Two better than one. It's true. <laughs> You're not wrong. Hey? You can see our love. We had two or more gathered. There's like this community feel, you know. Practical help with accountability as well. Who, who's found it easier to go with someone that's in the harvest with you than just cutting out time by yourself. I, I, I find it easier if someone's with me. More um, regular and consistent. Is that all of them? Say the kingdom of God's on you, upon you. You can revisit them. All right, don't do what not to do. Well, we mentioned one before. Don't take... Greet no one along the way. Be rude, Christians. <laughs> yeah, I would say the same. I would think it means um, maybe, maybe I'm still learning, but not to, to be focused, not to be just sidetracked. Yeah, so I often try to think about that, like am I being, what's pulling my time? I think Joel mentioned before, those five streams of, even if it's ministry, what's pulling my time and what am I actually going to be intentional about? And not greet anybody on the way. But do say hi when you, when you walk past people. <laughs> I'm on a mission, you know. So. All right. Anyone? Another more? Should we read it again? Once you find a place, don't keep going. It's very, very important. Like, oh, go house to house? Don't go house to house. Which one is it? But it's, it's a key difference when you find a place of peace where someone has responded, just like a person of peace, but it's a house of peace, they receive you, then don't just move on, stay with them, and actually pour, pour into them, disciple them, because they are the gateway to the community. What's one of them? Sweet. Nice, 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 nice. Good job. How many believe that it could be possible that uh, Jesus' strategy there could be relevant today? In fact, we're finding that this has been the most fruitful strategy that we personally have tried. And uh, I, I'm so excited about what the Lord is, um, what the Lord is doing here. Um, I'd love to um, just spend a little bit of time. One of the things that we've been doing with our teams is to... Um, 
is to really be able to get a heart for this area. But just before, uh, heart, I, I know so many of you have a heart. I'm sure you already have a heart for this area. But uh, to really get kingdom downloads and strategies. What time do we have until? Three, was it? Um, how many think that it would be cool to do a, tr- a prayer drive around Darwin? Just for about 30, 20 to 30 minutes. And uh, um, I wonder if we might be able to get people in, in different cars. You could uh, kind of see, see what uh, cars that we have available in terms of driving around. We did this in our local area. We have a vision to see no place left in uh, five suburbs. We've got uh, Goodna, Bellbird Park, Red Bank, Red Bank Plains, Collingwood Park. There's 46,000 people in those in those five suburbs, and we've got a no place left vision to actually see them all reached in two and a half years through major strategies, through prayer, through reaching them, each, each and every one of those people, house to house, and also to train up other leaders in the area. So we believe that that's, our team is so invigorated by that. In fact, I was just listening to some of the testimonies of the guys that are going out today and reaching, and uh, it's just been phenomenal what's, what we've seen there. But I want to show you... Um, I want to show you a video that really, that really captures the no place left vision. And then we go, we'll go for a, a prayer drive. 